everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Moon Pool, where cats of all clans gather together as one. You know, in my episode about analyzing romantic warriors' relationships, I mentioned that that sounds like more like a gathering, but it would be weird for my intro to be, welcome back to another episode of The Moon Pool, where all medicine cats gather together as one. Because you don't have to be a medicine cat to listen to this podcast, obviously. <laughs> oh well, I guess I could keep it, because The Moon Pool is a cool name in my opinion, and I don't want to change that either. Anyway. It's time for another Warriors Relationships episode. This one is about sibling relationships in Warriors. I'll just be analyzing and talking about my feelings for some, you guessed it, sibling relationships in Warriors. So, let's get into it. Before we begin, a quick reminder to make sure to follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. I really appreciate all of my listeners, and it makes me really happy, and it still kind of amazes me to know that there are actually real people out there who listen to this podcast. I get notifications when you send me voice messages or favorite my podcast on Anchor, so if you like this podcast, please let me know. I really love hearing from you guys, and if you have any new ideas for episodes, you can tell me about those too. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, wow. Look at me with all the fancy self-promo stuff. I'm not used to doing all that. I feel kind of nervous just telling people to go follow me. No pressure, guys. You don't have to follow me. Only do it if you like the podcast. Also, I wanted to remind you, or inform you if you didn't already know, that I'm hosting a Q&A on this podcast. You can ask me anything you like for it, as long as it's not too personal. You can ask me questions on Warrior Cats, how I was introduced to the series, where I am now, my favorite slash least favorite cats, etc. Or you can just ask me general questions, my favorite, my favorite color, song, food, you get the idea. You have until August 27th, which is the anniversary of this podcast, so there's plenty of time. Send your questions via voice messages, link in the description, or put yours in an Apple podcast review. Also, go check out the podcast Inspired at anchor.fm slash inspired-101. The host is my friend Willow Flame, or Grace. You may remember her from episode 22. Okay, now on with the show. Before we get started, I know, kind of misleading. There's already a segment before this that was just like before we begin kind of stuff. But, um, um... I just wanted to say that the moon pool has a new schedule. Um, hopefully, I can stick to this one. But this one is going to be the 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th of each month. And the difference between that and just once a week is because after the 28th, I'll just have to take a break another uh, take a break until the 7th. It'll be less of a break in February, which it is right now as I'm recording this. And this one is only recorded on February 1st because I needed enough to cram into February. And there were some timing issues because I really wanted to get one out for Valentine's Day and like a theme for Valentine's Day, but, I, but there were certain ones that had to be out before others. Anyway, it's complicated. But um, just wanted to let you guys know it's exciting news. Hopefully, I can stick to this schedule this time. Trying to record a bunch of episodes. Um, you know, like, beforehand, you know, like, uh, before, you know, I, I need to, or like, you know, schedule them before they're published, but yeah, hopefully that works out, and yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. First, I'm going to do Feathertail and Stormfur. Honestly, this relationship was given a lot more depth and meaning for me by Blixamy's song, One Not Two. 
go check it out. It's on Spotify and YouTube, along with Lixamy's other amazing songs. Anyway, Feathertail and Stormfur are Greystripe and Silverstream's kits. They were very close as young cats, and Stormfur insisted on coming with Feathertail when she was chosen for the prophecy in Series 2. When Feathertail died to save her friends and family, Stormfur was devastated. Actually, we don't really see much of how Stormfur feels about that. I wish we did, though. I really want an insight into how Stormfur felt. Was he devastated? Of course. He stayed with the tribe of Western Rotter to be with her spirit, because he missed her and was devastated and all that, or that's what the reader assumes. I wish we could have seen how Stormfur feels about Feathertail dying, instead of just the result of that feeling. All in all, Stormfur and Feathertail were really close. They did everything together. Because their mother died and their father was in a se separate clan for a good chunk, if not most, of their lives, and all of their clanmates treated them differently because they were half clan, they really only had each other. They had to stick together. Ultimately, I think that's why Stormfur chose to stay with the tribe instead of just moving on. Feathertail was the only thing he had all his life. He'd needed to stay with her. Eventually, Stormfur had a mate and kit in the tribe. His tribe mates loved him and accepted him, and he led an almost normal life with Brooke and his kits. But I can only imagine it wasn't always easy. This is a great relationship, in my opinion. I just wish a little more time was spent emphasizing how close they were. Um, like, <laughs> emphasizing how close they were and showing them, them having quality sibling time together, or whatever siblings do. I wouldn't know, I'm an only child. So Feathertail's death would have, been, would have been even sadder. Honestly, I have the exact same problem with Stormfur and Feathertail as I do with the romantic relationship Crowfeather and Feathertail um, mentioned in the romantic relationship episode. Other than that, I love Stormfur and Feathertail. The next sibling relationship I will be analyzing is Ivypool and Doveling. Oh boy, these two have a complicated relationship. There are a lot of siblings that come in twos in Warriors. Stormfur and Feathertail, Leafpool and Squirrelflight, Bramblestar and Honeypelt, etc. But usually that means that the siblings are very close, because they only have each other, so it's natural. In Leafpool and Squirrelflight's case, they even have a mind connection. But Ivypool and Dugwing hasn't always seen eye to eye, and honestly, that's what I like about them. They're a bit different. They don't tell each other absolutely everything, because they don't have to, nor do they feel pressured to. So let's talk about Ivypool and Dugwing. As kids, they kind of were like the other siblings that come in twos. They were really close, they did everything together. Their dream was to become strong, skilled warriors, side by side. Notice how I said dream. Not dreams, but dream. They both wanted the same thing, and they saw perfectly eye to eye on it. And it made sense to both of them. And in the end, even when they had very different opinions of basically everything else, that dream stayed with them until it came true. It just affected them in different ways, and I think that dream is the reason that they were able to come together after all that happened that I'm about to talk about. Once Ivypaw and Dovepaw became apprentices, they just slowly started to grow apart. Dovepaw had a magic power ring, which was one of the three of the prophecy, and always got complimented. Ivypaw was always overlooked and had trouble keeping up, and definitely didn't have any sort of power. Because of all this, Ivypaw grew jealous and angry that her sister was keeping so many secrets and virtually just forgetting about her. One day, Hawkfrost came to her in a sunny meadow with flowers and stuff in a dream. He offered to train her to be a better warrior, to show her clanmates that she was a good, she, she was a good fighter and hunter and a good warrior too, just like Dovepaw. It felt to Ivypaw like Hawkfrost was the only one who really got her. 
When they started training in the Dark Forest and Ivy Paw saw all the other cats, Hawk Frost and Tiger Star, and all the Dark Forest cats were training, it probably should have been a red flag for Ivy Paw, but I guess she was too deep into turning back now, and she was really focused on becoming a better warrior, like most of the cats that the Dark Forest cats recruited. Meanwhile, Dove Paw had problems of her own. She was part of the Prophecy of the Three, and along with Lion Blaze and Jayfeather, was still figuring out how her powers would save the clans. They both sort of neglected each other through all of this. They were certainly no longer the close, connected pair that they once were. But, and I'm gonna try to keep this a quick summary, Ivy Paw became a spy for the good side, and Dove Paw um, helped, I guess. Ivy Paw, <laughs> sorry, Ivy Paw and Dove Paw became Ivy Paw and Dove Wing, and got their warrior names side by side. They grew closer during and after the great battle, and soon they had a tight sisterly bond again. Like I said, they were kind of united by that one dream of just serving their clan the best they could, even when Ivy Pool kind of lost sight of that during like the whole um, Dark Forest thing. She thought she was pursuing it, but really she was losing sight of it. And that was around the time when she and her sister were farthest apart, when 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 they when, when they had different dreams. And and like and but then overall they. they the loyalty to their clan came first, and they just kind of, like, they, you know, they, they became, they became sisters again. <laughs> That's kind of the only way to put it. I think that this is actually a really great relationship. It had the right amount, of, it had just the right amount of drama, and it showed something that Warriors doesn't show that often, sibling rivalry. I think it would have been cool to see more of Ivy Paw's jealousy, and maybe see Spiral into rage, or even, ooh, evilness. Oh, my Star Clan. The redemption arc for that would be the literal best thing ever. Okay, I need to write that right down. Sorry, and a chill. I just, wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. All in all, I love Ivy Pool and Dovewing as sisters. I think they're great as a whole and separated. I also really love Ivy Pool in particular, and I'll be on her side in an upcoming debate episode on this podcast, so maybe I'm biased. The next pair of siblings I am going to be analyzing is Leaf Pool and Squirrel Flight. I personally love these two. They contradict each other so well. Leaf Pool is calm and cool like water. She's a perfect medicine cat. She's patient, she has a clear head under pressure, and she's calm. Squirrel Flight, on the other hand, is fire. Passionate, enthusiastic, not afraid to speak her mind. And she can get a little bit carried away sometimes, but she's just, <laughs> she's just really great. And they're both great. And. They share a mind link, which is which is really cool. I wish that warriors had spent more time like talking about the mind link. Like, it would have been like kind of helpful. But like basically, even when they're apart, Squirrel Flight and Leaf Pool can tell like what they're feeling. And like, and one time, like in, in like one case, um, Squirrel Flight, well Squirrel Paw at the time, she was having like she, she uh, Tawny Pelt, I believe, was like hurt. She had been bitten by a rat. And then they were trying to find the right um, herb. And then Leaf Pool. Um, Leaf Pool like tried like thought of it really hard to her, and then and then she and then Squirrel Flight was like, oh yeah, trouble root. Or, I don't know if it was trouble root. It feels like it was trouble root. I don't know. It was some sort of thing. Um, but like, it's it was just really cool, and I they're very close. Like as kids, again they were like really close. They were very close. They were <laughs> they were just really close. And as apprentices too. And even though Leaf Paw chose to be a medicine cat. Um, and Squirrel Flight chose to be trained as a warrior, they were still pretty close. And even when Squirrel Paw went out on a journey with, with um, Bramble Claw and Tawny Pelt and Crow Paw and, and Feathertail and Stormfur and the rest of them, um, 
they still stayed friends. Unlike Ivypool and Dubwing, where when Dubwing went out to go on the quest to sit, um, save the clan from the beavers, um, uh, they were, like, um, they kind of grew apart, started growing apart then, but they never grew apart. Leafpool and Squirrelfly have always been the tightest bond of all, uh, of all, I don't know. They have always had a really great bond, and they just, like, they're, like, they, they contradict each other so well. I feel like they're the kind of cats that, like, they just need a cat like each other, like, in their life. Like, Leafpool needs some fire in her life, and Squirrelflight needs some cool, calm water in her life. And they're just, even when, like, they're just always there for each other. They just have, like, the ideal sisterly relationship, um, which I love, and I think they're just really great. Um, I just think that they're just, like, they're so perfect for each other, as, you know, as sisters. I just, I really love them, and I think that they're amazing, and they just share such a great bond. They just care so much about each other. Kind of like the Ivy Pool and Dubbing bond, um, like, currently, I mean, not in the past. Except maybe, I think they're a little bit closer than Ivy Pool and Dubbing, honestly. Okay, next relationship is Alderheart and Sparkpelt. So, um, honestly, I would say originally they had kind of a similar rivalry to Ivypool and Dubwing, except Alderheart was a little bit... <sighs> Alderpaw. Like, he, when, when he wasn't doing as well as Sparkpelt, Spark Sparkpaw, um, he didn't get jealous. He just, like, he just such a, like, a calm, like, he's just, like, a kind, sweet, um, young cat, and he didn't get jealous. He just, like, tried his hardest. He blamed it on himself instead of on Dovepaw. I mean, <laughs> Instead of on Sparkpaw, unlike Ivypool, Ivypaw, it's hard to get the apprentice and warrior names right. Uh, unlike Ivypool, Ivypaw, who blamed it on Dovepaw, well, she didn't exactly blame it, she just kind of took it out on her sister. And Alderpaw, on the other hand, blamed himself for not being good enough, instead of blaming Sparkpaw for being too good. Um, and, like, it's just like, I feel like Sparkpelt, Sparkpelt, like, is just so cheerful and amazing and, like, perfect. And Alderheart is just so, like, relatable and imperfect and like I don't know if they really go together but they're just like both really great separately and I just feel like Sparkpelt was just there and then she wasn't like she was there she was a part of the book for like the first book or two and then she just wasn't she just like wasn't there she just like w like I mean she was there she just wasn't important she just faded away into a background character now I haven't finished um I I haven't finished I haven't finished A Vision of Shadows but, um, so I don't know, like, but Sparkpelt hasn't really done much <laughs> since, like, book two or something. She's just kind of been a side character. But maybe she'll become, maybe, maybe something happen in the rest of A Vision of Shadows, who knows. But I just really, they just have a personality difference, really. And, like, they're, they're, like, they, um, they, you know, like, they, <laughs> I mean, they're just so different. But I don't know if, like, they can ever, like, truly have, like, a... I mean, I guess, like, th I mean, th they love each other, but they just... I, I wish I would have seen more of them loving each other, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we'll see more. Maybe I'm just... Maybe I just have to wait. Anyway, um, the next bond I will be talking about is Jayfeather, Hollyleaf, and Lionblaze. So, you know, they're the... Um, though they were the three original Prophecy Cats. Everyone thought they were going to be the Prophecy Cats originally until Hollyleaf was revealed not to be one of them. Jayfeather, Hollyleaf, and Lionblaze as kits and apprentices, they were kind of close, not necessarily, but like, I don't know, I guess they were kind of close. They were just like, um, they were like, um, they, they were sort of close, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I, I read, I read Power of Three a little while ago. I don't know if they were actually that close. <laughs> I think they were pretty close. Um, but like, um, they were, 
sorry, I gotta stop um, stuttering. Um, I mean, okay, I gotta, like, they each separately found their powers. I mean, not, not Hollyleaf, because, you know, she didn't have a power. Um, I'm just gonna skip to the actual important parts, where they actually have stuff together. Um, I feel like there wasn't much, like, actual, like, sibling time together, Jade Feather, Hollyleaf, and Lion Blaze, in the books. Like, it only showed, like, their love for each other. One thing that Warriors, I think, one of Warriors' fault is they just kind of assume stuff. Like, they assume that people know that Stormfur is devastated when Feathertail dies. They assume that people know that Jade Feather, Hollyleaf, and Lion Blaze are really close. And I'm not shaming them at all. I'm just saying this is something I've noticed in Warrior Cats. Um, I actually, I really love Warrior Cats. I'm not trying to give up the wrong impression. I, I... Um, I, I really love Warrior Guts, and, like, I don't think they have anything that bad. But I just, like, they, they, like, don't shed a lot of light on stuff. So, like, I wish they would, like, <laughs> show more people's feelings, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, I guess, overall, they don't, they, they do show um, cat's feelings a lot. But, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe I should <laughs> just, like, yeah. Um, shut up. <laughs> uh, about that. Um, because I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm saying wrong stuff. Um, anyway. Um, we know Holly fled into the tunnel after the pressure became too much at the gathering, which revealed the secret about Leaf Pool and Ashford. Did she reveal Ashford? I don't think so. About Leaf Pool. Um, and, and then, you know, she was gone, and then they just kind of forgot about her. Everyone just forgot about her. Literally, like, warriors themselves even admit they forgot about her. One of the books is literally called The Forgotten Warrior, because I guess they just forgot about her, even though she just disappeared, like, five books ago. Five books before The Forgotten Warrior, that is. Um, and, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so, like, and Jay, and when, and when Hollyleaf came back, they, they were, there was a little bit of mi- miniature drama when Jay Feather, Hollyleaf, <laughs> Jay Feather and Lion Blaze were like, well, she's complaining about all the burden of, of pressure being put on her, but we've had to bear that burden for all the time that she hasn't, you know, it's just been kind of annoying, and I wish they had, I w- I w- it could have been, like, blown into a full-blown drama, but I guess, I, I respect why they didn't make that into a full-blown drama, because there was, like, a war to fight, I believe, and, like, you know, they, they had to unite and stuff, they couldn't have, they couldn't afford extra drama like that, um, and my thoughts about the relationship overall, it's just that, it's not much of a relationship, honestly, like, they don't show much of their actual relationship, and, I mean, maybe they did, maybe I just forget, it was power-free, it was a while ago, please, I'm sorry, um, but, I mean, like, um, I just think that, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I feel about them. They, I don't know. Like, they don't have much strong feelings about each other. All right. The next relationship I will be analyzing is um, Twig Paw and Violet Paw. Now, you'll notice I say Twig, twig Paw and Violet Paw because, like I said, I haven't finished A Vision of Shadows. That's the um, current series that I'm on. And so, right now, they're only Twig Paw and Violet Paw. They haven't gotten their warrior names. Um, and these two are some of my favorite siblings, um, honestly. Um, I just really love them, and I just think they're, they're really great as siblings. Um, they're very, um, okay, I'm gonna, like, say a brief history of them. They were separated as kits when people thought they were part of a prophecy, all the cats thought they were part of a prophecy, and, um, 
and uh, Shadow Clan wanted some, one of the kits, because it, it, it applied to all the clans, not just Thunder Clan. And so Shadow Clan took Violet Paw, and I really think Shadow Clan shouldn't have taken Violet Paw because who cares if it's a prophecy? Like these cats, these cats have like have been have been in Thunder Clan. It's just heartless to, t to tear them away from each other. And sorry, I'm getting really worked up right now, but I have a lot of strong feelings about this. I just think it's like really heartless of Rowan Star to just do that. Like it's horrible. Um, and I just have a lot of strong feelings about this. <laughs> and um, I just think that, who, like, like I said, who cares about the prophecy? These these two cats are siblings. They they need to be there for each other because they're the, as far as they know, they're the only family they have. Um, they only have each other, just like um, Stormfur and Feathertail. Um, and so they were separated as kits, and that's really heartbreaking. They didn't get to spend time with each other. Like they, they had such a great life in ThunderClan for the first like few months or something. Like I remember like like Lilyheart. Lilyheart was their foster mother. She was really kind to them. And I'm sad that like that she couldn't have been there. It's just kind of heartbreaking. And Violet Paw joined Darktail just because of Needletail. Needle Needle Paw, really. But um Darktail's rogues. Um by the way, just 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 in case you haven't thought of this already, but all of these, um, you kind of have to have read the books to know, because, like, I'm giving a basic summary, but only a basic one, so if you don't know what's going on, it can be kind of confusing, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this entire podcast is for people who, who have read the books, but, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, they just, you know, Violet Paw joined Darktail's Rogues because she felt that Needlepaw slash Tail needed her, and that was true. And, um, I feel like it was a really, really great decision. Like, they have a, a true, they have a true relationship with each other, and, um... What else? Um, oh, Twigpaw and Violetpaw, they, their relationship hasn't always been great, but all in all, they're sisters. They love each other. And although I was really frustrated with Violetpaw when like, like I think like um, they were holding Twigpaw hostage and Twigpaw, when Twigpaw went back to ThunderClan, Violetpaw was like, but I thought we were staying here forever. Like, how could you be that dense? ThunderClan is her home, you know? Like, like you wouldn't leave ShadowClan to join ThunderClan, would you? Like, I mean, she might actually, because ShadowClan, I don't know by ShadowClan how much she likes it, but, like, you know, just, like, ThunderClan is, is Twigpaw's home. You can't expect her to give it up. I mean, even, it is family, but, like, if, if you want to, if you want to join Twigpaw, join ThunderClan, you know? Join, join the clan where you spent most, where you spent, like, the first few months of your life, you know? Um, or, you know, join SkyClan or something. <laughs> Alright, the next relationship I'm going to be talking about is Firestar and Princess. Uh, so these two, um... Well, Firestar, Fire, we only learned that Princess was Firestar's, well, Fireheart's, um, sister in, I think, book two. Um, I only know that because, um, currently my friend Willowflame is, is reading, uh, book two and, and Princess gave Fireheart, um, Cloudkit, um, slash tail. <laughs> um, and that's what she told me, and, uh, like, Fire, Firestar, um, Firestar and Princess, we don't see much of their relationship either, but, like, it seems like they have an intimate relationship. They were both raised as kitty pets together, and, well, F Princess is often shown as naive because she's not know know knowing about, like, this clan life, but she definitely, her heart is definitely in the right place. She knows what she believes. She knows that she belongs as a kitty pet. She seems like a very caring cat, uh, nice to be around. That's all I really have to say about <laughs> them. I mean, I don't know about their relationship. I mean, I guess they seem to have a nice relationship. They don't have much of a history of the relationship, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, Princess gave Fireheart, um, Cloudtail, and Firestar accepted, because, really just because, like, mostly just because, um, he loved Princess and he didn't want to hurt her feelings, um, but also, you know, because he wanted to give this cat a chance in, in ThunderClan. Um, but I don't know, I guess they don't shed a lot of light on Firestar and Princess either. 
Next, Bramble Star and Tawny Pelt. Now, let me just say, Tawny Pelt is one of my absolute favorite characters. I love you, Tawny Pelt. You are my, you're my, I am your biggest fan. I love you, Tawny Pelt, so much. Um, and Tawny, as a, as an apprentice, Tawny Paw left um, Thunder Clan to join Shadow Clan and Tiger Star because she felt she wasn't accepted in Thunder Clan because cats were giving her looks and they weren't treating her like a clan maiden <laughs> why bramble paw didn't leave thunder clan because he looked exactly like tiger star star clan knows <clears throat> i don't want to say he was stronger because tawny pelt tawny pelt it, you, you can call tawny pelt anything but you cannot call her weak she has overcome a lot um but bramble star and tawny pelt has have a very affectionate relationship the, um the, tawny pelt always is is is, is um <laughs> is infamous for calling Bramble Star a stupid furball, and I, I have seen like the word affectionately after her name like the most times ever in Warriors. It's kind of funny. Um, and Tony Pell has always been supportive of, of um, I mean, of Bramble Star and vice versa. Like when Bramble Star became leader, she was supportive. She's always they've always been supportive of each other, even when they haven't been able to be together. I love them together, and they just. They bring out the best in each other. That's that's really true. It's they, they they bring out especially Tawny Pelt brings out the best in Bramble Star, and you know she's his sister, and I just love Tawny Pelt. Whatever makes her happy, I love her. Um, also, my cat looks like just like her, has like the exact same personality, so maybe that's a factor. Um, <laughs> I feel like my cat was like Tawny Pelt in another life or something, and I think like one time like. Um, Rowan Star and Shadow Clan were having trouble with like rogues or something, or kitty pets, and like Tawny Pell asked him for help, and Bramble Star helped, and like he got in trouble afterward, but he was glad that he helped because, um, because you know, um, like, because like you know, we, she was his sister, and he, he, was, he was willing to help his sister's clan. And my thoughts overall of this relationship is I really love them together, I think they're amazing, I really think that, um, I think that they're a great relationship, one of Warriors' best um, relationships, um, like sibling relationships, or otherwise, actually. I just really love them. Um, and I think that's all of the sibling relationships we have today. Um, yeah, that's all for today's episode. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed, and keep an eye out for our next Analyzing Relationships episode. That one will be platonic relationships, so keep an eye out. Um, I already said that. <laughs> also, remember to send in your questions for the Q&A by August 27th, and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. I love you. Not in a weird way, platonically. I, I'm not your friend. It, whatever. Thank you. <laughs>